0: Well, good evening, Rob Staten here. Just a few minutes until the Beer World Cup kicks off now. The players are ready and
1: they all look in top shape. Sean's shorts look a little tight, mind. Should be a good game, though. Perfect venue and the crowds have turned up in their uh, wands. Uh, looks like we're ready for kickoff. Episode 6 of the Sheffield Hopcast is go. <laughs> And welcome to episode six of the Sheffield Hopcast. Uh, we are at Walkley Beer Company, and this is our uh, World Cup of Beer, or Beer World Cup, whichever way around you want to um, you want to say it. Uh, I'm James, and, um, well, first of all, let's go to Sean in his shorts. Uh, Sean, what has been your beer of the month? Not quite
0: tight enough for me, actually, these, but uh, my <laughs> beer of the month uh, is a beer I, I had a couple of days ago, uh Uh, We've got a customer who has a bar down in uh, Melbourne, uh, uh, Grain and Grape in uh, Australia, and he brought me a a couple of gifts. One of which I'm I'm hoping might win tonight's uh, tournament, of course, but one of the bees he brought me was from the States that you don't see much over here in the UK. The brewery's Clown Shoes, based in Massachusetts, and the uh, beer was called Undead Party Crasher. Um, Outstanding American, uh, or Imperial Stout, and just full of everything you would want chocolate topped so there was a bit of a fruity touch to it as well it was fantastic
1: uh tonight your countries are belgium and australia Yep. You rank won, out you, rank outsider uh, you won the Which you won the public so vote you are officially really? the favorite you made yourself your favorite at the end of uh the last episode I, I the did. public <laughs> agree no pressure how confident are you feeling
0: um, what is now that I know of? Laura is refereeing the uh, the opening round, she's also had a soft spot for Adam. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not expecting re- that one to get through. Belgium, I'm
1: quite confident. I would point out it's a blind taste test indeed. I bought an actual blindfold along with me. It's for your beauty sleeper. Uh,
0: Adam will cheat in some, in some way <laughs> to communicate <or> with
1: Laura. <laughs> Um, Adam, what's been your beer of the month?
2: Uh, mine's come in the last few days, actually. I, I was sort of panicking. I've had some good beers this month. I mean, I've, I've had the, me and James have had the Cannonball run this month. Yep. Um, probably his taste buds by that point was a little bit um, mm-hmm. muted. Um, but mine was um, on cask. It was at uh, the Dev Cat. It was Turning Point Brew Coat. And it was Circle Game, which is a 6.8% IPA. Um, James would like you can't see through it. It was quite fruity. And, Excellent. Um, I'm am t- turning to these um, slightly New England style ones now.
0: I think I'm softening in my
1: don't old age. Don't look page. at me. Hazy <laughs> all the way.
0: Um, yeah. So, so did you prefer the neo out of all of the Cannonballs as a result uh, of your soft? Bit
2: I uh, my approach. opinion on it is it I don't find it as, I don't want to go into but I don't find it part of the Cannonball Run. But it, we uh, I think we all thought it was the easiest to drink and it was a nice change. So on. did you did you enjoy that the most? Um, was from, question, the third, I, from, from the third that we had, I think so. I've got a can in the Did fridge, and I've got, I've got, I've got, i have got an uncannon ball, unhuman to um, drink as well. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I'd have gone neo favorite, unhuman second favorite, human third favorite. Would be my order.
2: Yeah, you you. I, I've said it on on Twitter, but you said that you were you had the human, and you were a bit like. No, I'm not getting this. And towards the bottom, you like yeah, yeah, yeah. It got better, it it got, got better. better. I think it's just, the neo was consistent. I think yeah, you're not good. used to these kind of more like old school IPA styles. Yeah, I think you're 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 conditioned to these it's probably, probably softer
0: ones. So yeah. juicy James, your nickname, it's
2: juicy Junksy James. James it's <laughs> or, uh, I'll uh, I'll take
1: that short. <laughs> from shorting shorts. Um, Very tight. So you've got uh, you've got England yeah. and Japan. Japan. Yeah. Um, you said the other day you were quietly confident about England Um, I think it's going to go one or
2: two ways it's going to go down like a sack of shit (laughs) or or it's going to be like best beer ever Uh, it's a beer that I love and I I, I was saying on Twitter I'm confident that
0: why are you looking at Laura? because Because
2: Laura's Laura's my judge (laughs) and I think Laura's the type of person who will Go for a it it's not it's <laughs> definitely
1: not Carling Light yeah? it's not
2: Carling Light okay. and it's not Bud
0: Light or Bex Blue are they both from Supermarket though? I they're not both from
1: Supermarket <laughs> <laughs> uh, Laura what's uh, what's been your beer of the month
3: uh, I'm going to pick a beer that I actually brought to uh, Sean's bottle share that I attended last week uh, it's from Iron Fire Brewing who are based in California it's a brewery I've not drank anything from before um, and it was a uh, grapefruit IPA called Grapefruit 5150, um, 6.5%. It was just so unbelievably grapefruity, like really nice pithy bitterness, but really sweet. Really, nat- really natural grapefruit. Yeah. Fruit, best
0: grapefruit beer I've ever had. Yeah. Before that.
3: Same. It just really stood out, and I think even though there was that evening we drank quite a lot of high ABV stuff, which tends to do uh, kind of score the most highly across the board but my grapefruit IPA it was up there wasn't well. it yeah. um, so uh, I, was, I was pretty happy was
0: with excellent. That. what does the 5150 refer to 5050 is, 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 it 50 a, is 50 our, our IPA range so I'm guessing that to, uh, just in a variant of the 5050 with grapefruit and we'll call it 5150 oh, 50. Yeah. from a, quite brutal by numbers from, from a guitarist point of view I think that Eddie Van Halen had a an amplifier rooms that we we'll
1: call 5150. Did it? Yeah. yeah. yeah, but, we'll numbers, numbers. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got uh, Denmark and Mexico. Now I know you're not overly confident about Mexico. Nope. <laughs> I
3: love <laughs> <The> Denmark. crowning.
1: <coronavirus. laughs> Denmark's a double for,
0: her,
1: isn't
3: it? Yeah, Denmark. I enjoyed uh, selecting uh, which beer to bring. Uh, loads of good options there. Um, Mexico. Options were slim, if I'm being optimistic. And before anybody shouts at me and says, "Oh, you've gone to I was just going, beer where were you three weeks ago?" Well, you've
4: had
3: a so, move. Well, yes, I'm there. Uh, Jim's <laughs> been in America. He has raided so shops easier. in uh, in Michigan for me. That's cheating. There's no Mexican craft beer over there. So, uh, well, <laughs> we will we will see how it does. But uh, Denmark should be good.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Russ is with us now um, Russ is actually our kind of referee tonight um, He's he, yeah, he gets to judge the actual final when we get there uh, to pick the overall winner so kind of pressure off in terms of the fact you've not to pick any beer but pressure mm. on in terms of the fact that you've got to choose the, um, the winner more importantly what's been your beer of the month? Uh, it's Republic Citrus Pale standard name
5: 3.8% from Manchester the brewery is. Uh, not been out drinking too much myself, um, so a bit of a cheat having a beer from the place at work. Not going to mention it because we all know where it is. <laughs> um, that's what yeah. that say to be editing out, I Yes. not <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, described as citrus notes of grapefruit, orange, lime, uh, one for all the vegans as well. Uh, unfined and unhazy. Unhazy? So it's so rather I hazy. I like, you know,
2: get a 3.5 on untapped
5: though? I'm, uh, yeah, 3.38 it's saying, I only got not, it for that's uh, not Good. I only got yeah. it for a... a it's yeah. all
1: relative, isn't it?
5: Well, a
0: description. Did you meet your hand-in deadline, Russ? For, uh, for... For... Uh, for university? Oh, I. Good lad. Oh, aye. Straight in the drinks afterwards.
2: <laughs> was, it, was it
5: my them? It was, I think. <laughs> Something like that. I thought, oh, yeah. I thought you'd gone
1: strong, actually. There. Yeah, so 3.8. You know. oh. <coughs> <eight>. Every night. <laughs> <laughs> Headaches <laughs> in morning <laughs> and that stuff. And how are you feeling in terms of the pressure or Having to pick the winning beer tonight. How along for the ride? The inaugural first ever winner of the Sheffield Hopcast.
5: I'm on World Cup fever I've got a sticker book. Yeah, the sticker book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got his arms folded. Have you got the yeah. bad body? I'm going to Fergie Time. Have you tonight? got the um,
0: Hopcast shinier? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had that waterproof yeah. ready. Got, got need. <laughs> uh, right, my beer of the month. I'm going to do a couple of honourable mentions as well. um Sean will probably know I've got to give an honourable mention to anything by Verdant who I've been a little bit obsessed with this month and have um, yeah. Yeah, literally swallowed up anything that they've released and I think they've all been great um, I was a beer that I was really pleasantly surprised with was the 8-bit which was the Brewdog 8-way collab which I'm not going to mention yeah. the other people on it because we take up the rest of the time uh, I expected it to be all over the place and I thought it was actually quite a nice balanced beer and I enjoyed that but the one that I'm going to go for is Strangely, this is a beer that I mentioned last month on the hopcast. Say I've got one in the fridge, but I wasn't expecting it to be anything spectacular. And I'm picking it because it's the only beer where I've actually gone out and sought a second can of this month, which I actually bought from here at Walkley Beer Co. Um, a couple of weeks ago over the, um, the Van Holiday weekend. So um, that is the uh, Magic Rock... I can't remember the name of it Botany of Desire is it? The uh, Honey Double IPA uh, which I thought was absolutely brilliant and just tasted just different to anything that I've had before but Weirdly like I was waking up in the morning after having it, craving it, thinking what a really nice beer, oh, well, that was!" i just cool. had such a, <laughs> no I'm not at that stage yet, um, <laughs> on your Cheerios. but such a, come in? <laughs> a, such a really kind of, uh, yeah, different, different beer, so um, yeah, full, um, full credit to that one, my countries that I've got tonight are Germany and Spain, um, I think, I finals, think I've been right. installed yeah.
0: Triangle, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been
1: in, installed the second mm-hmm. favorite uh, just behind Sean and actually I was leading the public vote until about I 15 20 be minutes fair, before really? so Ooh, you think you should yeah it was, Sean, it was close. A strong
2: leader Final like
1: contact. I mean, we all know that Sean will win this somehow. He, <laughs> runs, <laughs> he runs a beer shop. He sent someone to Australia what about to bring beers what back. About, for him. What about
0: wrapping of the, uh, the bottles? Yeah, anyone. On
1: that? The, the, there'll be as Easy you listen winner, to this. There will be see. a video on our social media of the wrapping. Uh, the I reckon I win the wrapping easily for purely for the colour choices. I've gone multicoloured, everyone else has gone boring. Laura didn't oh, bother no, until, no, no. until she turned up. We've, we've all gone
0: Colonel. You've gone Magic Colonel. <laughs> yeah. You've gone Magic Colonel. Yeah, got... I
3: not, thought but, I was being quite clever because my Mexican one looks a bit like it. You weren't very
2: funny. clever because she didn't wrap the <laughs> tutorial before we got Kay, here. Uh, so I think,
1: <laughs> even though you had to do yours with right, brown paper bags when you got here, I still yeah. think yours are better than Sean's. It? Thank you. Because Go. Sean's got yeah. a bit of his Australian one sticking out on the top.
0: Mine's a very quick. A r- 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 t- Can I, t- I actually throw the nice bag, bag? Is it? Bag, <laughs> is <that>? uh,
2: <laughs> no, it's chip, chip paper. I tore a little bit off um, Penelope's um, sort of drawing paper. that yeah. I, I think it was Amazon wrapping. Nice. I um, which had about twenty meters off for like probably a pack of batteries or something. You, so you
1: stole your paper from your daughter? Yeah, the point your baby that probably
2: got like sort of really nice drawings
0: of parents on the Yours inside of Yours is the neatest writing as well, Adam, that, that Japan looks... It cool doesn't look voice. like the same person's written. No, it doesn't things, no, but it, like, it, I genuinely... Is a, is the that same on human Cannonball and after no. human <laughs> Cannonball. No, no, it's, it's, it's straight
1: up. Right, we need to get warmed up then for uh, for the first round, where we uh, one of the seeded beers plays one of the unseeded beers, uh, and each of us takes our turn judging it, blindfolded, Um, And as and when a beer gets knocked out, we will unwrap it uh, to reveal what it is and we'll all try and discuss it. Before we get into it, let's first of all, meet our hosts tonight here at Walkley Beer Co. I'm
6: Nick, work at Walkley Beer Co. I've I've been here for two years, business been here for about three and a half years.
7: Hello, I'm Lucy from Walkley Beer Co. And I joined in January.
6: So just for people who've never, never been here before or
2: don't know about it, can you just tell us a little bit about the history about yourselves and how you're involved in this company and a little bit about Walkley Beer Co.
6: Sure. Uh, it was started by a chap called Kit, who's still the owner. Uh, he started probably about four years ago or so doing pop-ups in Crooks and then pop-ups here in Walkley before becoming permanent about three and a half years ago. Um,
2: so for anybody who doesn't really know where it is, can you kind of talk about a little bit wh- where you are and kind of how it sits into like, the beer scene in Sheffield?
7: Uh, yeah, we're on South Road, and we're sandwiched delightfully between the Blake and the uh, clothes shop in Hallamshire. So we're on a nice little route. <laughs>
2: um, so um, you, you can see a bit of a bottle shop and kind of a, I suppose, a craft craft ale kind of micro pub. Um, can you talk about a little bit about sort of the type of beers you get in here, and and how can you think you sit sure. with it, see?
6: Uh, yeah, we're a, well technically we're a shop with ancillary on-sales, so not quite a, uh, a bar and not quite a, just like an off-license. So probably business itself is probably split about half and half in terms of people who have beers takeaway and people who stop in. Uh, we've got three cask and five keg lines for the uh, for those beers, which you can also do as a takeout as well. Uh, the types of beers we have in. Uh, mainly sort of modern british craft uh, along with uh, german and czech uh, beers Um, most of the stock cycles around Uh, there's only probably 10 to 20 lines that are permanent and the rest the other sort of 80 or so all switch around depending on what's available what's looking good and what we quite want to try as well
2: it's not a leading question but is there anything you think that makes um, Walkley Baker unique in the kind of area compared to your competitors? Anybody
6: right? <laughs> uh, Probably the, the, the sort of drinking and takeout part of it because um, there's other good pubs in the, in the vicinity like about, yeah, the Blake, Clothes Shop in Hallamshire, Blind Monkey opened recently. Um, but probably, yeah, it makes us a little bit different is having that, uh, that takeout side to things as well. So we kind of like fit in with the sort of type of beer in the area, but also have that sort of extra element if you like as well.
2: So obviously we're an audio podcast, so to describe the place, we're not in kind of your typical um, location and sort of venue really, is this, was this like an old flower shop maybe was it?
6: Uh, yeah, well, it was a florist before we were here, it's been various other businesses through the years. Yeah, florist was the most recent one before us. Um, most of the sort of furniture-wise and things is sort of quite an ad hoc kind of uh, sort of theme, if you like. As um, in before about being sort of a shop first and then sort of drinking in as sort of a secondary part of it, if you like. So we kind of wanted to keep it looking like a shop, as opposed to uh, a bar that you can also take a little bit out from.
7: It's A little bit living, roomy as well. We like yeah. to keep it sort of without going over the top. We like it to be quite homely and quite. Cozy, so it does sort of present the option like oh I might just stay in you know it sort of like gives you the options of which one you want to do and making it as comfortable as we can
6: yeah, like, uh, let's get three or four to take out but oh I'll just stop well, for a half yeah, as well yeah. while I'm here
2: that might be me <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, for example you're sat can you explain kind of what seats you're sat in at the minute
7: uh, I'm sat on some cinema seats which I gather it may be the rumour mill but I gather these were swapped for some gin um, <laughs> and that's how we came to have them they are dangerously comfortable because they're quite low and you sink into them and yeah. you come for a half and then you leave three pints later it's not deliberate but it is a factor
2: <laughs> I think that that's a good thing I think like if you look around you've got the kind of German style kind of beer the kind of outside long yeah, benches tables. Um, which I would imagine kind of seats until maybe 20 people yeah. something like and then there's these what is it four cinema seats that sat side. so and that kind of feels like that's someone waiting to take some takeout but possibly might
6: <laughs> stop for a bit as well yeah Slump and, uh, <laughs> I'll just have a few while I'm here it's a obviously having um, a couple of supermarkets nearby you do get quite a lot of people who are like I've just popped out to get some milk but <laughs> yeah. um I may take me around <laughs> three awesome hours to uh,
2: again this is me
6: there's such milk <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, like I said, you've got. Um, I was thinking about the kind of crawl around here. Obviously, you've got th- you got Thornbridge pub, but you've got the close shop across the road. Um, you have got the Blake, which you mentioned, and now you've got the Blind Monkey, which is mm-hmm. down the road from you. And um, as someone who kind of just goes on monthly, kind of crawls and tries to find a little bit of a, a route, I find that almost the Blind Monkey might be kind of just kind of um, connecting that little yeah, extra little space of, here,
6: like, bridge it a little bit if you like. Yeah. So you, um, but we've already noticed since they've been open as well that we do get people who come in and uh, maybe before they might have sort of had a, a couple in here and then before they've gone off to like another area or into town or something like that, whereas having another couple of good pubs in the area, yeah, you do get people who will do like, yeah a little bit of a crawl of an afternoon and evening and will stay in, in Walkley as well, which is obviously good for the area, helps with the community sort of vibe if you like as well and like, with people getting to know other people in the area too. It's, I think it should be, a, yeah, definitely a positive for you.
2: I think the times that I've been in here, I've found um, maybe just, you know, come, like I said, come for that quick drink. Maybe you've gone to the, uh, the Azadra across the road, but you do find that it has got that kind of community feel, and there's lots of people who seem to probably not know each other, but are quite happy to kind of have a chat with each other and sort of just, you know, just mull over over, over a quick drink.
7: Yeah, I don't know if it's because it's like a bench layout or if it's because it does come across as a business that's kind of built not from scratch but kind of built very ad hoc very much something that people want to invest not just like money but invest time in and enjoy spending time in and Walkley's got that kind of community feeling which I think this has possibly done a fair bit for like the amount of people that know each other and are great friends in here because they met on these benches but it's like me or Nick standing here when we're working by ourselves people don't walk in buy a drink and sit down generally they'll buy a drink and then they'll be like oh you know, we'll start having a chat. If they don't, we're a bit like. <coughs>
2: <laughs> so, just to, um, for people who've not been up bed, you don't, you don't, you're not open all week, so when's the best time to come down, when you open, etc. cetera?
6: Uh, we're Thursday to Sunday. Uh, Thursdays and Sundays, 4 till 10, and Friday and Saturdays, 2 till 10. Uh, we, uh, we're on the old social media, old Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, generally, each day we're open, we'll put up a picture of what we got on draft. Also, together with uh, things of running, like new bottles and cans and lines that such as well. So you can keep up to date on what stock we've got. And if anything uh, floats your boat, so to say, <laughs> you can pop in for a, for a tipple.
2: Uh, just finally, is there anything you've got coming up in, in Pipeline? Any kind of events or takeovers?
7: Uh, yeah, next month, actually, on the 6th, we're looking to get North Bruco um, up for a tap takeover, um, which is going to be some of the taps and then... A, wad of lines in the uh, in the fridges as well and it's a, it's a bit pipeline at the minute but we're hoping to have them around as well for a bit of an informal meet the brewer, not like a talk or anything just some people having some drinks and chatting about beer which is what happens here a lot
2: <laughs> Sounds like a very Walkley kind of way of doing a, a takeover <laughs> um, Thanks for your time and uh, like I said you know, I'm, I'm assuming you'll be able to find that on all the normal social media at Lines yeah.
6: so. Indeed, always, always there to the search for Walkley Beer Co and um, we pop up
2: Brilliant! Thanks for your time, guys. So, first round, we've got um, Belgium versus Mexico. Okay, so let's give James. We're not allowed to give any here. clues on any. Wonder what colour it is the country or <laughs> anything we, like we, that. Are we, are we both poured?
1: So pour the pour them both first, and yeah, then decide which poured. one of them We're, you're yeah. going to give to I, me first. I'm hold that, the. I'm hand happy that so so hand there's I'm happy there's enough.
2: Is it relevant? Yeah, no, I can I'll mix them around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy there's enough we are all happy there's enough beer yeah. in each yeah. one. Yeah. So here's your first one. it. So beer number one. On. Right, okay. It's in a glass. In the Blindly did the bite blind it. What's it smell like?
1: Erm. Um, okay, I've I've got a fair idea this might be Mexico. <laughs>
0: what would your start impression?
1: Um it's got a faint kind of you kind of urine motif going on. <laughs> <laughs> Layman's It Actually, like smells this. a little bit like like Foster's Radler. <laughs> oh God,
0: that's not. It's like...
1: Definitely the U, Right. Yeah, it's got it's got a very lime kind of undercurrent to it, and actually a bit of a lime kind of top layer to it as well.
2: <laughs> Is it lime? It's, it's like a lime, lime layer. layer. <laughs> he's, he's finishing it off though. He's given a good second. It's second not it unpleasant. Up.
1: It's got a. Ni- it would be really nice on like a summery day.
2: That. Alright, you ready for your second, second beer? Yep. Would you like some sorbet to um, cleanse the palate? <laughs> no, right. That was kind spoon? of like
1: lime sorbet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Would you like some of the other beers to clear?
1: This, um, yeah, it smells like it's going to be a lot richer, a lot darker. Mm, nice, yeah, very rich aroma going on there. Drink it. It's quite, Just it does taste quite boozy. You're going to guess the percentage. No. <laughs> I am going to guess that it's Belgium through a process of elimination and also the fact that it does taste a little bit Belgium-y. Um, <laughs> Belgium-y. <that> is, um, <laughs> is it Belgian-y or belgium yeah, such a thing. <laughs> it's got um, a kind of a chocolatey kind of thing going on. Is it nice, James? It's very enjoyable. If you had
5: to rank it out of 10, 10 being the best bee you've ever tried, this is not a bad way of doing it. What number oh would
1: it sit on the bee scale? the taste is not the normal kind of beer that I would go for although I would say that the other beer was also not the taste of the kind of beer that I would go for in their own way I could enjoy them both this is so much fuller and so much richer that I would give this uh, seven I'd give the other a five therefore I guess by 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 press elimination we therefore have a winner for round one
0: trying to polish that off you take the
2: black one,
1: and
0: you're going to go over the yeah. yeah. You enjoyed it, that, didn't you? It's quite weird doing that. We've yeah. been able
1: to unveil um, Mexico. To Mexico now to now to now yes. So we can yes. now unveil
3: yeah, Mexico. We were in that. Belgium was the and... Beer, and uh,
2: what did you get? As well? oh.
5: So... Did you go so to Asda across this? the road? No. Unravel the punch now. Yeah.
3: So just in the hope that you will still be this with me. After tonight, I brought a bottle oh, of goodness. Amigos. Amigos. Now, I like this.
2: Tequila. 5.1%.
3: Um, so I, I honestly did. I have spent all month in a whole Consorvo range of alquila. Both specialist and less specialist. <coughs> beer shops.
5: Home bargains.
3: Attempting to find, two
5: pounds. Yeah,
3: that's, <laughs> that's the headline on the box. And I really did not Fantastic. want to bring Corona or Sol. And I don't know how much better I, this is. Even Desperados. Brewed in the Netherlands. Did think, you know this? I think
2: this is That's the first time practice. I've ever seen something of the actual label have the actual UK price in yeah. the actual label. <laughs> Embedded, but like, it's, like it's, not like the sticker really, on it. it, like I mean, the proper like tequila flavor beer yeah. label. Yeah. Two pound.
3: But I'm happy with a five out of ten, and I am <laughs> very upset that this is all I could find. I hear that Tijuana in Mexico has a very good craft beer scene. I have done quite a bit of research. You've had a month to go there and bring <laughs> something back,
1: Laura. There's only yourself to blame. So, sorry. Does anyone else want to um, to try? In fact, I mean, is, is is it a bit that everyone's had at some point? I don't anyway. think I've ever yeah, had a because, like Desperado.
2: A never had oh, no, 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 an it, it smells limey. Yeah. You're drunk. Onion, <laughs> onion I smell then. it. I'll have this bit. Thanks, Laura. I'll try it, I'll, I'll waste a glass. For now growing up
8: and I didn't like Ooh, lime. Do you know what, I like that smell. Yeah, yeah, that's what you have, isn't it? I
1: should, I should have really... Do you know what I mean about lime? It's, it's as if they've squeezed it's the, the lime the sunshine. It. You wouldn't be horribly offended by that. No, it's
2: extremely chilled. If someone, if someone didn't tell me what what drink that was, I wouldn't necessarily say it were even beer. It tastes yeah. like a shandy. That yeah. lime <laughs> would have given it away. Makes,
0: is it quite strong as well? Five point one.
1: Um, Adam, it's me versus you next.
2: Oh, my old band was called Me versus
1: It's the grudge match. We'll um, Sean the, needs to don the. Um, that, can you can confirm you cannot see anything?
0: I cannot see anything at all. I can confirm that.
1: Coming in now. Aeroplane played on its way. Into my right hand. Uh, there it is. That's your first one. Okay. So this is Adam and James. <laughs> Put these forward.
0: What are the two countries? Uh, Germany and Japan. This has got a sort of spicy note to it, sort of either wheaty or saison sort of feel. Touch of banana, maybe it's a bit of wheat in. Okay, yeah, that does have a real spiciness to it, so quite yeasty, not much hot flavour. Not the style I'm particularly fond of, but, but but not a bad effort at that type of style. And there's your right hand two. Uh, this one's not that dissimilar in aroma not not quite as much you might have to go back to his um, spicy almost a little bit of pepperiness on the aroma that one's got a smoother sort of mouthfeel smoother finish not quite as um, not quite as bitter and spicy as the first one so that is very close in fact that's softer that second one can I just have one more mouthful of the first oh this is a good round this is a Penalty sheet, this is which, uh, really close, uh, isn't uh, it? Yes, it's gone to extra, extra time. time. Um, it is very close. Yeah, uh, there's one point in this. Uh, neither of them are beers that I would um, generally try and uh, seek out. So points out of ten are not going to be sort of. I think we said ten best beer ever. So nowhere near that in terms of me. But I can, I can, I can tell that they're both decent beers. I would give the this one I'm holding now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the oh, uh, that's the first yeah. one. That's the first one. Yeah, I would give that this six, and I would give this one, which is the second beer I tasted, the softer one, very close, half a point fact, five, five and a half. Ooh, so that is tight So the second one felt like um, Japan. I think the winner's Germany, just maybe's. That's, that's obviously beer, you have that absolutely
1: right. spot on. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> Germany through to the semi-finals. Sure. so That's me revealing
2: um, Japan, then, isn't a, very much Japanese it? Japanese well, uh, penalty shootout. I've had out a tricky, a, a tricky month no. with Japan. I know. Well, I've got family who go to oh, yeah. Japan <laughs> and drink a lot in Japan, quite a lot. And I've got their opinion. And in terms of like export and stuff there isn't a hell of a lot that isn't either kind of really specific beers or like you know collaborations and things, but. So I did, I did cheat a little bit, so I did actually go to a supermarket, but it is a, it is a beer that a lot of people on Twitter sort of recommended, and I did try it, I tried it with people work, and we agreed that it was actually a decent beer. Yeah. So we've gone for the, uh, it's, it's a, it is a, it's, like I said, it's a, it's a wheat beer, yeah. so it is a very German style, and it's uh, the Itachino Nest from, uh, is it Coichi? I like beer. the way you said that. Um, you'll get that, um, I got this from Waitrose, I've seen it in other, other um, supermarkets, oh. it's a very pleasant beer, it's 5.5%, um, doesn't taste 5.5%, no, I don't think. Um, it's kind of an orange coriander, nutmeg kind of...
1: I, I do see what you mean about them tasting similar. Yeah. In terms of the fact that is very... I don't know if anybody yeah, wants that. It's a bit more yeah. gassy and a
0: bit
2: well, obviously more... I didn't know what James... It's got cheap.
1: the orange flavour. I don't know what James yeah. has got.
2: I didn't, I didn't know. No. As soon as you started you start giving the flavour profile, I'm thinking, I was thinking, this is going to be a little bit level pegging because I knew obviously... I knew, oh, but, sure.
1: Right, uh, game three, Adam, it's your turn to judge. Oh. And you have, I mean, I I think this could be tricky. I am Denmark versus Spain. Is this one
2: where you feel confident that you'll be able to recognise the difference between um, them? I'm not sure, because I'm, I'm not sure
5: where you've gone. You're getting a very, very good pull. Accent. Of one of them. <laughs>
2: I thought you were going to come into my accent for Andover Thea, then. Yes, no, very, very, very good. for Thea. So, Denmark versus
1: Spain. So far, it's the seeded teams that have gone through. I'm going to pass you one of the beers. I think from an audience reaction, it would be... uh I'm not going
2: to... I just want to give my nose a little bit more... uh, Smelling room. (laughs) 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 Smelling room. (laughs) Oh, that's... um, It's not... It doesn't smell hoppy at all. It smells quite sweet, in fact. It smells. It's it it smells like maybe like it could be like a milk stout or something like that. I initially thought it might be pale. I don't know why. I think. It, I can't see. I think both styles, I don't think about dark bitters. It smells like it could be quite strong. Oh, mm. It tastes like really like syrupy. So if it doesn't taste boozy, it's nice. I don't think I could drink a hell of a lot of it though. I still can't tell whether it's like like a milk stout or whether it's like a really boozy kind of If, if barley you to go wine. For which
1: country you think it's from, which, you, which would you say?
2: Oh, I, I need to drink another one. All right.
1: Let's uh, swap over beers. So,
2: Oh, <laughs> well, this one smells much like fresher. This is definitely pale. It smells like it could possibly be like a goza or a sour or something alright oh, <laughs> <laughs> what a relief I'm going to and say no it's cat piss <laughs> uh, no it's like it's really um, it's really it's not like um, it's re- it's really tart but not in a more flavoursome way than a, than a kind of like face melting kind of way it sounds like you've got a
0: real contrast between those two though. they're completely different I can't tell at the moment whether you like either of them
2: no I like them, like them. I like them both but they're both beers that I wouldn't, I would never drink a pint of. No. no. <laughs> and I think I probably struggle with an half on both of them. To be honest, because this is really, this is more my style. This second one, it's actually it's not like very refreshing because it's quite quite intensely kind of. What it's Sour. It's almost kind of just tart. If you think weather wise, you think maybe this would be the Australian one. I want to go this, I want to go this one's Australian
1: one. You're not picking well, Australia, you're, well, you're not a <laughs> you've got you've other side of the country Australia. there mate. You've got Denmark and you've got Spain. <laughs> I mean, this one's a Spain one.
2: Why do I say Australia? that. Spain, okay, Okay. Then I'm going to go this is Denmark and I think I prefer this one. How many out of ten then? Both I would those. say that is about, I'm going to give this one a seven and a half. This is second beer. Can I try the first one again? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to say maybe a six and a half to this one. It smells boozy but it doesn't taste boozy but I think I, like, if it's going to smell and taste boozy it's, I, I kind of want a bit more from it. So I think these, number two is my favourite. You're going
1: number two? Yeah. And you reckon that's Denmark?
2: I think so. It's hard to tell. They're so different.
1: You are right. It is Denmark. Denmark make it through. It's all the seeded teams that are going through which means I can reveal the spare ones. Yeah, yeah. I have quite high hopes for this. It's nice. It's cause cause just, it's just yeah. I, I thought this was You'll gonna like be it. something quite unusual. Yeah. I've obviously yeah. wrapped mine a lot better than everyone else in the car. But
2: that uh, this one is more red mm. in colour. Mm. Yeah. That, that taste and I were expected uh, to that be that more, pale. Yeah, <laughs> pale colour. That pale beer you <laughs> described
8: it yeah. as.
1: So this is a uh, so black is block. black block? Uh, which is LaParata, It's oh, an imperial like lip, stout, laparata. and you're right. It is quite strong. It's 11.2. That
2: tastes not Christ. even close to that
1: percent. I quite high hopes for this because these kind of the strongest stouts sometimes do quite I, well in I, these kind of tastes I met
2: those guys when they did. Um, they were at the um, Beer X two, three years ago. They had their own little stand at the um, Ice Sheffield. Really cool guys. I managed to find some of their stickers in my pocket in my coat about three, about a year and a half later. Um, they do some great, great pails, so if you can get mm. them at Tram it, sure. does, it does melt um, away in
0: terms of strength, doesn't it? Yeah. That would taste really...
2: anywhere close to 11. <coughs> no. No way near.
0: It's
3: quite tricky
2: isn't it? Yeah, it, on the
1: nose?
3: I drank this in, <coughs> in Brussels. There was a, a beer festival arranged by Brussels Beer Project where they invited a few breweries from sort of mm. around the world, and these were one of them, and I was at, blown away by this beer. So
2: they do, um, I feel very
3: humbled no, no. that my Danish choice. I think, I'm to be honest, like in can... hindsight,
2: I think like it's come down to my style preference slightly. And yeah. I think I've always can champion their beers, and like I'm surprised more places don't do their beers. Because you know, there's a couple down the road just at the dram shop. There's a, even a gluten-free one for everybody, which is um, a really really nice beer. Probably one of the nicest pales at that, that strength of about five percent, which i tasted. I think probably using my eyes and a bit of nice branding good branding I think it's just more that my taste probably this time of year oh Russell's pulling do you think that tastes 11% yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm drunk (laughs) it's It's got it's very it's got kind of a licorice sort of aftertaste it sort Mm, of clings should we offer it it to a toast for a quick taste yeah yeah absolutely so the final game then is it's quite strange it's fallen to being these two teams actually it's like a commonwealth battle, isn't it? <laughs> England or England, England. Uh, against Australia or oh, Australia so this is Adam versus battle of the Sean. Adam, you considered a lot of different beers before picking the one that you went for Yeah. And Sean, you actually did send someone to Australia to bring no, you back No, right. he,
0: he already lives in Australia and it was just very good timing that Mark Storrs was uh, coming across to the UK um, in the last week, so,
3: that oh, smells really fresh, pretty fruity, I'm going to guess this is pale, it smells quite fizzy as well.
1: Oh, I can feel some tension here, <laughs> yeah. I saw a slight <laughs> handshake there, I'm actually um, really worried.
3: It's really powerful, nice hoppiness to it, lasting bit of finish.
2: Well, which, what colour would you say it was?
3: I'm going to go pale, but maybe quite goldy.
2: Golden pale. I'm
3: thinking sort of like maybe just a strong IPA potentially,
1: double IPA. Okay. I swap? Don't try the other one? Yes, please. Okay, taking one. There's the other.
3: Mm. It smells maltier, darker. Mmm. Got a really good malty backbone to it. It Tastes quite classic. Classic. I'm going to guess this is.
1: England. Hmm, interesting. Okay. You're pulling some quite unusual faces there. <laughs> <laughs> she, who, it's bloody difficult when you've got a blindfold on, honestly. I have work for this is it this one? The yep. other one's it's desperate. Her uh, weight thing. comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that Laura is the best judge. Yeah. She's doing a really good she, job with this. She's more silent than everyone else. Silent, <laughs> she's actually, actually thinking about it.
3: I'm going to say. Based on the fact that I think it's got a bit more going on, I'm gonna give this one in my left hand a seven and a half. I'm gonna give this one a good solid six, but I think
1: whatever this one
3: is is my winner.
1: Which do you think it is?
3: I think it's Australia. (laughs) <laughs> you've, you've
1: you've you've called it right in terms of the fact that it is Australia. It's our first upset of the tournament. Yeah, and I did, I, I, uh, although yeah. probably no great surprise, England <laughs> out in the group stage. Well, there we go. Oh. You
2: yeah, know, all the promise, none of the actual. Uh, Would you, could you ever guess what the beer that is? I'm right. you want to reveal, uh, reveal, reveal to it is. is? This is an absolute one of the best beers that we're <laughs> going. All
0: <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, good yeah, out.
2: yeah. That's, it's just controversial. It's um, it's and Brewery. It's a black, a double black IPA, battle horse. Yeah. Ten and a half in, percent. Interesting. No way.
1: Two really strong. Yeah. Um, dark beers have gone out in the first. I don't know what it is. Actually. Is it just? Is safe. it just hard to drink blindfolded? But don't they. <laughs> I, normally, kind of darker beers, stouts, porters do quite well in these kind of I think there are yeah, things. I kind of, neither of them. or oh, that one certainly
0: isn't a uh, sort of sweet imperial stout. Is yes, it? Yeah, it's, it's more hot wind. I would that
3: never one. usually choose a black IPA yeah. to drink. They're double black IPA. Um, <laughs> but best I beer just was it? I'm not gonna it. I didn't say. I
2: say it go either one of two ways. I'll either be like Laura, would be like oh, that is the best beer ever, or I've not drunk it, do you know what, this is, my se- this is my second bottle I've had that I've not drunk, the last one I had, I went out and uh, my wife drunk it, and then this one I had and I thought, do you know what, I'm going to put that one as the... Was uh, it, it that one? that one's fine. No, it's hot and fruity. It fruit might be quite fresher I don't know the how old one. It was bottled September Darker last year. Plenty of hops it's, in, so it's,
0: it's been a, a bit old. That goes against it, possibly, yeah. I think, I think that was the right, one from the
3: I think I just found that the Australia one, whatever, that may turn out to be just just a little bit more complex and had a lot of freshness to it, so that's why I
1: went one. We have a lot of glasses on our table now. We need to do a little bit of reorganisation, get ourselves ready for the semi-final. So it's meet the brewer time. Uh, And this is one that for me personally, I've been really looking forward to because way back when my first kind of like baby steps into the world of proper beer Thornbridge Jaipur um, was a revelation for me, it kind of started me off on that kind of beer journey um, and ever since then Thornbridge has been kind of a really special brewery for me and I'm sure lots more as well and I still look out for their new stuff when they try it, in fact tonight Adam me and you had Pineapple Halcyon yep. on keg which we, we talked did. about last time on the hot in yeah, bottle. Did, yeah much better on keg we both really liked it it's like a different yeah a different beer um now i expect there's gonna be people that probably kind of argue that they don't count as a local brewery or that they're a bit too big nowadays for us to be kind of featuring on um on, on this feature but they kind of shaped my beer journey so i kind of feel like without thornbridge i might not even kind of be sat here now so um, a lot yeah. of our
0: listeners will, will, will love Thornbridge as well you? yeah yeah. So you,
1: you sell a lot of them yeah, in
5: Beer yeah. Central yeah, well, a lot of places that I think as I'm well sort of without, without Thornbridge you don't get a lot of other breweries Correct. as
4: well yeah. I'm so. going to
3: shout out some Thornbridge love as well because I think despite the fact that they have grown massively they're a really big player in the beer world You know the people that work there are absolutely brilliant uh, they're all really true to the kind of the product that they're making as well Um <laughs> I think they do great for, things for the beer scene. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. very much we'd record when me and James went
1: last week. And so yeah, yeah. And we, we kind of claim them as one of our own. It's not quite in Sheffield. They claim themselves. It's right, most of the good. people that work there live in Sheffield. It's, <laughs> it's like yeah, we got we're having We're having well. well. <laughs> we <like> um, them. <laughs> <laughs> I think they claim us rather than
2: we claim them.
1: <laughs> so Adam me and you went to the brewery social on Saturday, as you've yep. probably seen on social media over the weekend. Um, I actually went along a few days before that. Uh, so have a listen to this. This is what happened when I went along to kind of meet my first true beer love. Which, by the way, when I say that, I mean Thornbridge, not James from Thornbridge, who I <laughs> met up when I was there.
9: <laughs> my name's James Buchanan. I'm the export manager here at Thornbridge Brewery.
1: Um, James, I mean, Thornbridge is easily the biggest of the breweries that we featured on the uh the hopcast so far you've just kind of given me a bit of a walk around the, the the site um there are a lot of different kind of numbers and stats and figures <laughs> that kind of show the scale of the operation yeah. here um so just kind of fire some of those because you talked a lot about
9: kind of the amount
1: of beer that you're producing the the amount that you're bottling things like that
9: yeah so uh, every day Monday to Friday here at the Riverside Brewery so we have two sites still we brew at Thornridge Hall and at the Riverside we've been brewing since 2005 at Thornridge Hall um, still brewing today still doing four brews a week we get about 36 casks from each brew up there um, and it is as busy as it's ever been actually it allows us to do a good amount of uh, quite seasonal cask beer lots of fun stuff too Um, and then here at Riverside we actually put the brewery in in 2009 and have since continued expanding on the brewery as well Uh, and it has grown in size over that time too. We're now doing three brews a day Monday to Friday here Um, and so 15 brews a week and we do 50 hectolitres, 5,000 litres per brew so quite a good amount of beer coming through.
1: Um, And obviously your job particularly must be quite interesting because you're kind of dealing with the exporting how how does that work how far and wide do, do thornbridge beers go
9: uh we are in quite a good number of countries now um for example last week i was in st petersburg and moscow um we did a big event in st petersburg met a lot of uh, beer buyers and thornbridge fans there and then we moved to moscow where we were uh, presenting our beers at, uh moscow big craft day which was you know attended by tens of thousands of people so, you know, to be able to go to Russia or to go, you know, recently using a place like Finland and France and all over, really, you can see our beer being enjoyed. So it's you know a great feeling for us that it's there and to see it and uh, we have the ability to get it there in incredible condition as well.
1: How, do, how does that work then? Because one of the things that we've talked about on the the hotcast before is um, kind of how quickly you need to drink a beer to get it in kind of its its best its best state, depending on what what kind of beer it is that, that you've yeah. got. Preparing something to travel those those miles must be a, a heck of a task.
9: Yeah. Uh, so we work um, the customers we work with. We use refrigerated containers, so they'll be picking up uh, and ensuring that the beer stays at a stable temperature throughout. Particularly if we're sending, you know, to Asia or. Thailand for example places like that we want to make sure it's in good condition the whole way um, but also and you know I'm lucky in my job really because the brewers here just they really know their stuff um, they've been brewing for many years uh, they've got the skills to be able to produce not just um, classic styles but new all sorts of funky styles as well uh, and do them to such a a good standard that I'm, I'm very confident you know when we're selling our beer out to people um, I can explain to them and say, okay, it's going to have this flavor profile. It's going to be like this, and it'll turn up, uh, and it will. You know, in drinking it in Australia, New Zealand, across Europe, you do really see that it is the same product as well.
1: Um, I think th- most people recognise Thornbridge as being, you know, certainly one of the first in terms of what we kind of call craft yeah. breweries. Um, do you have days where you just kind of stop and think,
9: Jesus, how did this get so big? Uh, I suppose. I mean. I think it's been a steady expansion. Uh, you know, it's been 13 years now, and um, we've always wanted to. We've never wanted to, you know, brew so much beer and then suddenly try and sell it on that. We've always steadily worked to a point where we know that we have customers in place. We know we have opportunities ahead of us, and then we can expand and grow into that as well. So having that steady expansion has really helped us and got us to this stage. But I suppose sensibly, maybe we're at it.
1: What about the the future? What what, what kind of the plans from, from here on for, for Thornbridge?
9: Uh, I mean, you'll see certainly continued steady expansion as well. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, more bottle, more keg, but of course more cast beer as well. Um, we do, while we have our core products and we do have a good range of core beers in all those formats, we will certainly be doing some fun and exciting beers too, so... Um, You know, we're going to be seeing beers from the whole brewery where there's lots of different casks and we do a cask year of beer where we produce different beers every month. Uh, We do a keg year of beer where, again, we're brewing those. So we've got a Czech Pilsner coming out at the start of next month, which will be a nice limited release beer. Perfect for actually the summer we're surprisingly having at the moment. Um, So, yeah, it'll be a real mix of things, actually, and you will see all over. uh, We've been doing a lot more mini casks, discovery packs which are eight packs with a variety of different styles in, and actually help to kind of, you know, give a feel for different styles. So there's a vice Beer, a Coconut Chocolate Porter, a Hellas Lager, uh, Jaipur, of course, in there too, and others. So um, about educating and getting people to know different styles and maybe try beers that they haven't before.
1: Um, I was going to ask about that, actually, because obviously the... Um the, the kind of discovery pack that's, uh, is that the one that's on sale in Tesco yes. now? yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, kind of supermarket sales, that side mm. of retail has become a much bigger thing over the last few years. Most yeah. supermarkets seem to stop thornbridge yeah now. um how how do you guys kind of make that balance between the stuff that that is being sold on a wide scale and hmm. still producing the kind of the smaller scale the the strange beers uh and obviously you do the the year of of beer and some of yeah. those are quite <clears throat> kind of small scale personally <clears throat> i'd have loved to totally mean to last the entire yeah, year because oh, i thought like, I you, you know. peaked way too soon there <laughs> um
9: but um yeah i mean how, how how do you kind of draw that line and make that balance I mean it is a bit tricky of course you know we're always working to do that we do need those core beers available and that is something we're we're always very aware of not uh, just for supermarkets but you know for bars for restaurants for uh, again internationally you know we have such a demand for beers like Jaipur and Lucas and Zara Um, but you do need to be able to do those styles I mean you know we looked in the barrel room earlier and Uh, We've got a lot of space now dedicated to beers that are going to take two years in some cases to be ready as well. So it's not just planning, you know, a week or two ahead. We're looking well into the future and we're making sure that these beers are coming through uh, and that we are suiting all sort of range of styles but doing them very well at the same time.
1: Do you kind of worry that um, maybe some of your kind of long-standing customers might Mm -hmm. start thinking, oh, they've sold out a little
9: bit now, they're they're putting everything in supermarkets? Uh, I'd hope not. Again, for us, it's it is quality. You know, that's really what we're looking for. So we, um, any expansion we're doing and things, quality is always, always at the focus of it. So um, you and I walked through the laboratory earlier here at the brewery, and just the attention to detail. I mean, it blows my mind sometimes when the brewers are sitting there and they're working on all the tests and and just ensuring that quality in every product. So. Um, we will hit their specifications for it but it's also going to be an exciting beer at the same time so even still now you know brewing big beers like Halcyon it's been around a long time but if you give it to someone who's not tried it before um, they're certainly going to be enjoying it so I think even with with some of our older beers we do still really get that hit for it and and, uh, yeah hopefully people are going to keep enjoying them especially with the new beers and things that we're bringing through too
1: obviously we're about halfway through the kind of the year of, of, of beer now. Um, give us a couple of um, clues, things, things that are coming up that you're really excited about.
9: Uh, so we're going to have quite, uh, actually looking ahead, we're going to have beers uh, like Tap It, which is a chocolate orange stout. So that's going to be one I think will be really fun to do. Um, we'll do a smoked bark, and we've played around with smoked box in the past and it's a style that um, almost uh, the last one we did someone described it, having like a bacon sandwich like, and it's that real a nice feel uh, the mouth feel is there it's so full full of flavour so that's going to be one that um, yeah I think those two particularly will be quite interesting I mentioned the Czech Pilsner but again that's going to be just perfect for this weather we'll do a farm mile sale just to follow up afterwards um so we're keeping that summer very nice traditional styles but they're going to go down really easily in the summer we just did eyeball which is a summer vice as well so uh that i went out the door very fast actually so yeah i know it's being enjoyed at the moment um actually in other places around europe too um what
1: kind of process do you use to make the decision about kind of the, the ones that you do that are kind of the one-offs yeah some of them tend to kind of come back as kind of core range beers or or make another appearance. How do you... uh, You can probably tell where I'm going with this because I mentioned this particular (laughs) beer that I was a big fan of. Um, How how do you kind of go about deciding what is going to make another appearance?
9: Um, To be honest, a lot of it's popularity. You know, if we sell a beer and um, we produce it, we make it, we start talking to people about it and they come back and they're saying, we want more, we want more then. You know, we'll certainly start looking at our options with doing that. Uh, Cocoa Wonderland's a good example you know originally we brewed it with uh, the chocolate shop in Sheffield on Exor Road um, the two ladies from there came out, we brewed the beer together um, and really from there it started out as just a small cask brew and has steadily just increased in popularity um, again like I say when we were in Russia last week and it was hugely popular there Finland, so a couple of, the sort of more northern places we've really seen a good popularity for that one but uh, across the board and So when a beer has that reaction and people just keep coming back and are like, "Wow, like this is fantastic! We need more!" Then we'll always try and work it out and toulamine actually did get that reaction so i'm hopeful myself that we can try and work that one back in so Literally yeah. i have my fingers crossed as yeah, we, uh, yeah, as we
1: speak um, obviously the other big thing for, mm. for thornbridge that's coming up is peak Ender, yeah yeah uh, which is a well a relatively long-running event now yeah um, for anyone that maybe doesn't know
9: about that just kind mm-hmm. of tell us a bit about it sure so peak Ender is going to be the 17th to the 19th of august this year um we're going to have just a huge mix of things it takes place in bakewell showground um, so we're going to have some of the, really for us we think some of the best breweries uh, in the UK are going to be coming up They're going to be pouring their beers. We'll be organising events with the guys who are coming up So we'll do meet the brewers, tutored tastings, things like that um, It is family friendly. We're going to make sure there's kids activities going on too There's going to be bands playing throughout and there's going to be a huge amount of different food trucks as well So a lot of local guys coming up um, and they're going to be bringing their food So we'll make sure there's a good range to suit everyone and, you know, really, you're in the heart of the Peak District at that point. Like, you're able to um, drink all the beers there, but also go on walks around Monsal Head and all the beautiful areas that we have here. So I think just for the scenery alone, it's, it really makes it a unique weekend. So,
1: And for a proper beer enthusiast, I mean, the lineup of breweries that you've got involved over that weekend is, it, is pretty yeah. much second to none, isn't it?
9: yeah definitely I mean the breweries that we have on there and we know they're going to be bringing some really special beers as well so personally I'm pretty excited to uh, you know sit down in, again in the Peak District enjoy a nice beer or two myself so yeah that's going to be great
1: and if anyone's um, wanting to get hold of tickets or a bit more information on that what should they do
9: yeah so hit us up on our website which is just peakender.co.uk uh, make your way there all your tickets can be come, uh, bought through there and you're able to check out all the food I mentioned and especially all the beer too
1: Brilliant. James, thank yeah. you very much. Thank you for your time, right. and thanks for the tour today.
9: Cheers. Thank you.
1: A huge thank you, then, to uh, Thornbridge, who took uh, good care of uh, me and Adam the other day, showed us around the brewery. It is an am- it just... I mean, it's like What's the, the scale of that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I think
2: they were saying that they probably make about 75,000 pints a day there now. Um, that's the Which <laughs> is... Laurie's, I say the automated. They've still got the Thornbridge Hall running, which is... Um, which Is it Thorn... I can't... Yeah, Thumbish Hall is kind of, yeah, the old-fashioned. he said old he's, still, he's still getting the mash done, he's still digging stuff out, but uh, yeah, incredible operation they've got their, the, the equipment and the, the attention to details, incredible. You know, very much kind of sticking to their core cask beers um, in terms of like their main things, which means that they're going to be doing a lot of casks still, um, you know, supplying the local area, which they always wanted to make sure they do. And then, and then everyone else is a, a bit of a bonus, really. But, yeah, brilliant. Really enjoyed it.
1: Cool. Right, semi-final time. Um, now, we are now off the hook. We don't have to do any more. Do we are out. It now falls down to, well, in a bit, the final, which will be all down to Russ, um, who's transferred to the cinema seats, which you heard about earlier on. By the way, you know the people that... Um, that swapped those for, what was it, a bottle of gin? Does that mean there's a cinema somewhere that's got some seats missing, but someone that's just really just <laughs> sat on the floor that's drinking really. a bottle of gin? Well, I possibly.
6: think it's more that um, the universal currency of uh, of elder female antiques dealers is gin. Is really gin, <laughs> Makes sense. You don't bother turning up your money, you, just bring gin.
1: You've probably worked out that our judges for the semi-finals are Nick and Lucy from Walkley Beer Co. Um, now, obviously you've, you've listened through the first round, so you've heard some descriptions. You'll probably be able to figure out quite quickly which beer is is which, but that's all right. So you're kind of judging this on kind of a combination of which you think is the, the better beer and which you just prefer. So kind of marry those two together and you'll, you'll just know, you'll just know. Um, Nick, do you want to go first? Sure. Do you want to don the blindfold? Ended. Guess from the aroma which country
6: it is I can't, to be honest. I don't think it's Belgium. It doesn't. Uh, what are you getting from that? It? Uh, it's more dark enough to be Belgium or probably not Denmark on that basis. Does Denmark a dark one? No, no it's no, Germany. Sorry, Spain was the. Uh, it's Germany. It
2: You've got Germany. Germany and Belgium.
6: German. Probably Germany as
2: I'm going to try the other one. It's just. Um, I'll give you the other hand if you want it.
6: So what are you getting from the second bit? It smells a lot darker. Yeah, sort of uh, maybe raisins in the notes. There smells stronger as well.
1: That's only been kind of on the nose. That's the smell so far. So So here we go with the uh, all-important tasting. By the way, it's quite funny watching people drink beer when they're blindfolded yeah. because they really miss yeah, their mouth every time. It <laughs> time. Yeah. I don't I think i so really good at it. it my you
6: have no idea how full the glass is. You don't <laughs> want to just like, tip it straight back and just cover yourself in beer. Or like, yeah, <laughs> all the all other side of it is you're kind of, like, trying to take a sip of thin air for about three to four that. You we plan. should do that with Ruth when he's doing the
1: finals. Give him a
5: cup of he Or just an empty
6: glass <laughs> and just be there for ages. Just try and tip
2: the weight off it slightly with your hands. So, what are you getting from the foot? beer number one what you're getting from that now so,
6: so yeah that, that tastes sort of wheat beerish in terms of the uh, sort of texture and the sort of um a little bit of kind of sort of sour funkiness you get on a wheat beer sometimes if that makes sense keep hold
2: okay. keep hold that beer and i'll pass you in your other hand i'm going to give you the uh number two again
6: first time
2: it's confused.
6: Oh, I'm totally confused. The, 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 the disorientation,
2: uh, the sight, right. the sight sense, really, oh, really, really, yeah. really plays with the senses, doesn't it?
6: Tipping the second one up when you get more aroma like up to it smells different. So actually, just sticking it over that one, the second one, sorry, taste, yeah. That's already us. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was the expectation of the smell that like threw it. So which um, do you, which which are right. you thinking is which? Indeed, so the first one's definitely a darker one now actually. Ah, oh, that's, it's how, that's really odd I think it might have been the expectation of thinking expecting what you're going to smell expecting how you, what you're so going to taste so in terms of like you, and uh, then yeah
2: so what do you actually prefer which thing's better beer if we were to fill that refill those glasses which one do you want to drink
6: the second one is more quaffable in terms of sitting there having a, a couple of like, two or three of them the first one's probably more complex more uh, more to it Sure. Which how that makes each one a better beer because we've obviously got. Uh, if you could never drink, if you could nice. only drink one ever again, I'm going to go with beer number one. Beer number the, one. Uh, so
2: this one here. Would you would, you, would you like to predict which that one is before you take your blindfold off?
6: Yeah, from the from the taste, like I said it's totally sort of reverse. So I think it might have been sort of thinking too much and expecting to taste something. But I think that's going to be the dark of the tea. Which is the.
1: Uh, Belgium, wasn't it? That was That's correct. Goal. Yeah, spot on. Belgium through oh, yeah. the final. Sean has his, his first finalist. Oh,
4: well, there you go. If it's Sean, I'll there's a at a to the Sean at the final Nick last one. <laughs> <player.
1: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, yeah. in that, that round means we can now reveal what my, uh, the, yeah. the German beer is. And uh, in a way, I'm sort of relieved this didn't make it through to the final and didn't win, because I thought I might be accused of some cheating, This is actually a collaboration beer. Uh, which I did check the fridge <laughs> earlier because you did have this a couple of weeks yeah, ago when really in. Ah, I was here and thanks I like that beer as well so yeah, yeah
6: proper,
1: which is uh, <laughs> do you know <laughs> how to pronounce the name of the brewery because it's got a lot of uh, letters it in Vines it Fine to Fine with uh, is it Sierra Nevada it that they did indeed. it with yeah. oh, right. so it's a uh, collaboration uh, beer and yeah I had one a couple of weeks ago really liked it so I thought I'm going to enter this and just see what happens Does so mean? if anyone wants to uh, try it before so we do is a style are they just sticking to the it's a Hefefeiser, well, but it's.
6: I think with the Sierra Nevada side of it, they probably
0: hopped it a bit yeah. as well. Cool. it be interesting to taste. The reason I picked that one over the, uh, with the Iticino Nest yeah. in the first bit was I thought that has got more bitterness yeah, to it. It, it. could be Sierra in Nevada's influence. <laughs> it's got um, real body, body to it. it. It's got yeah, like, it's got, definitely got more bodies
9: is, than well, well, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, you get that banana bubblegum you know, thing, right? banana, well, yeah.
2: If anybody's thinking about getting something that's probably available, um, talk about Thornbridge again Thornbridge Versa is back out in bowls oh, yeah. yeah that's and, um, one of my favourite beers that's a beer that I've not drunk for a long, a, a long time a few years next time you're in Adam what What sort of universe you're at yeah mate I love it you know, it's really good I remember like of, yeah that's like a, a vice beer Vice Versa I think that's where the name comes from um, pick one of those yeah. that's, that's quite clever <laughs> <glad laughs> <for> that. <laughs> I didn't realise right. like that, I, I I didn't didn't that it, Right, exactly. yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Similar. semi-final yeah. number two so Lucy, this is up to you, Do the blindfold. Uh, you've probably figured out by now that you've got Australia and Denmark. Sean, how confident are you of an all-Sean final?
0: Um, He's got I, a Sammy I'm, on. I'm, I'm not sure on Lucy's preference. What, what, which styles do you prefer Jim generally? If you're going to grab something from your, from your fridge now, what
7: would you be getting in? Um, I like really deep, spicy reds. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm
4: not mad on top of the big
7: citrusy hop, so I don't know
2: how Australian is no, 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 no. gonna go, so we'll it's see. Gonna be
0: close.
1: <laughs> okay. Here is beer number one. Are you get any smell from that? This this is a real hushed kind of mm, nervous silence going on here. I was just I was
2: just smelling the can, and I couldn't really smell anything from it, if I'm honest.
7: Yeah, it's very rich, it's got quite a nice like big malt kick in the back.
1: Still some, some,
7: still some nice big punchy hops in it of course
1: and that <laughs> is beer number two
7: getting quite a big fruit punch from that, quite a lot of fruit to it from the smell and there's some sourness <laughs> <laughs> it's had
1: the same reaction from both people that have tried it
7: I generally like a sour but I'm much keener on like just straightforward sours, not sort of fruity ones Okay. so it's was a slight
1: surprise <laughs> <laughs> do you think you know which is which mm. I
7: think we've got Aussie the first one
1: so
2: which one do you prefer ah. I'm
7: trying not to be prejudiced because Spruce I was on no, big. No, I'm it's trying fair. to say which it's is the better artists. beer like.
2: about, yeah. well, so if you go back to if you would have a big glass of one of those which yeah. would you uh, yeah if we said right or which would you could could never you have again one or the other which is it going to be? If, you're going to drink any, if you had one beer you are going to drink on a desert island, press your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> These are the and choices. No what, what are you lovely, going for? Lovely.
7: I'm probably.
2: Image. That of saltwater. At uh, the
7: behest of probably no, I'm making this an all-shore final, I think I'm going for this one.
2: Which is the um, Australian. <laughs> <There> it is, <laughs> Australian. Australia oh. with. So let's reveal
1: the Danish beer.
3: So I had a lot of fun picking a Danish beer. Um, I didn't know whether to go for something a bit more unusual. That like I've been really enjoying, flying couch beers. Uh, they've been making some really good IPAs, and you don't see as much of them around. But in the end, I was just like, which one do I want to drink the most? You know when you said, it smells like there's a lot of fruit in it. Well, there's a ton of raspberries. Oh, tw- ah, a tw- from ah, tall. It's, uh, it's an eight point five percent Bolinovice, which is. Uh, a tw- yeah, that's that's, that's beautiful.
1: probably the strongest yeah, of device beer in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Just by sniffing it, this would be my winner. This would be <laughs> uh, right. It's it's the um, it's the beer World Cup. What we've not done really yet is talk a little bit about the actual football World Cup that's um, that's coming up. So we were thinking a bit about if you quite like good beer and you also quite like football, where can you go and get both those things together? So um, I went along and caught up with Al, who's doing something a little bit unusual for football fans.
8: I'm Al, uh, Aldorn. I'm uh, bringing the World Cup to Abdel Picture House.
1: Now that's a good statement. Bringing the World Cup to our Picture House, put a bit of, of meat on the bones of uh, of what that means.
8: Um, yeah, so it's uh, obviously it's the World Cup, and the idea is to uh, transform uh, the venue uh, in Sheffield into a World Cup festival. So, because the World Cup's in Russia, uh, it's called Kick Off, um, and it's an immersive uh, World Cup experience.
1: Right. Immersive World Cup experience
8: sounds um, amazing. Uh, what, yeah.
1: what does that entail?
8: It uh, entails um, all sorts, really. So there's lots of uh, communist-inspired sort of uh, visuals and all our artwork on some of the uh, projections and uh, kind of imagery in and around the venue, how it's lit, uh, even down to some of the, uh, the sounds and stuff. Um, we're going to try and have, like, uh, sort of Russian, uh, you know, maybe, like, uh, Lenin, or so, you know, like, speeches and things like that, right. uh, kind of on loops and stuff. And then um, in terms of the the immersive, like, festival elements, so we've got loads of different content, I guess, or features, whatever you want to call them. So we've got... Uh, outside we've got, like, a terrace in the car park, which is um, not to watch a game, but uh, it's a craft beer bar and we've got... Uh, Beer from Bavaria they've got Swiss beer especially as well um, coming from the uh, the same brewery um, they're helping us source it and then we've got the usual stuff like table football um, we've got beer pong tournament we've got FIFA uh, World Cup special uh, we've got comedy um, we've got some uh, different comedians um, coming and doing different things so one of them is like a superstar Soviet Soccer quiz, I think, is called it, and that's um, going to be integrated in uh, sort of live, you know, the game and, and elements of the game, and asking questions on uh, on that and the World Cup. Um, so I trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, there's live music, so there's bands. So the first game, um, this is pending, but I think there's uh, there's a Russian or Ukrainian band called East is East on the first game, the World Cup opening party, uh, for the um, mega game between Russia and Saudi Arabia. Uh, That's the first game, (laughs) so that was going to be interesting. And then um, we've got a band called the Ukrainians playing on one of the match days, another um, Ukrainian band, presumably (laughs) from, there is a language barrier when I'm talking to them, so I think they're from Ukraine. and they're banging to football, so they're they're coming down, and I think they're playing uh, before and uh, in between and after a couple of the matches. Um, but we've got a whole program basically for the whole thing. Mega long answer to that question.
1: That sounds good. The um, certainly some of the bands sound probably better than some of the matches, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. the, the Russia Saudi Arabia one. Yeah. Um, obviously, from from our point of view, our particular interest is is in kind of the beer side yes. of it because yeah. um, you know it's our world cup um beer episode yes. yeah. uh, and we kind of slightly bemoan the fact that there are a, a huge number of places where you can drink what we would class as you know quite good beer and right. watch football it, it tends yeah. to be um and I, and I want to say it without kind of offending anyone but you know the, certain venues that, that show football are probably not the kind of places that you go to, to yeah. have a really good beer yeah. um so is is
8: this going to get over that that barrier Hopefully, um, obviously there's a lot of testing, um, it is uh, a pop-up, so um, it's only on for the best part of a month, um, but I did do this, uh, not in a, a theatre, um, but on uh, a roundabout in Old Street in London four years ago, and I worked with the same uh, brewer, and it was really well received, and the atmosphere wasn't like a typical pub, that wasn't really the idea, the idea was that it was super accessible, and all the fans from, you know, Poland, the international teams could come and um, that kind of backfired sometimes because Ghana, uh, for religious reasons or because they just didn't want to buy any beer, didn't drink anything. Um, but, but yeah, the craft beer, um, it'll be mainly more craft lager type, you know, more sort of um, cask rather than uh, keg. Um, Rather than sorry, yeah, sorry, keg rather than cask. Um, So rather than uh, hand pulled, but um, there'll be at least one hand pulled, and then I think there's about four or five different beers from And Union, which are from Bavaria, which is was just brilliant about four years ago, and they've introduced a couple more. Got an IPA, I think called Sunday. It's like a session IPA, and uh, Steph Weiss, like a white beer. Um, but a bit more sort of easy than something like uh, Delirium. It's like a sort of lighter version of that. And then what else have they got? We've got, um, I think there's a pale ale that we've got on draft and an unfiltered lager as well, which is um, really nice. And then, yeah, hoping for a couple of um, guest ales as well locally, Um, but I'm waiting to hear from them. Um,
1: I'm kind of guessing that probably quite a few people that are listening to this were maybe here for the Indie Beer Feast a couple of months ago and maybe know the venue, but for anyone that that, that doesn't, it is quite a a grand venue, quite a spectacular venue. Um, I can't imagine there's going to be many more spectacular places to watch the the World Cup this summer.
8: No, that's it. I mean, I think... um Obviously, it's a huge venue and, you know, in the winter, it gets quite cold. But with it being in the summer, even if it's raining, obviously, people can come inside. If it's too hot outside, then it should be nice and cool. Um, But we have got the car park as well, and and our bar uh, on most match days is actually going to be outside. Um, It's due to licensing, but it's also... We've got a purpose-built bar with eight taps, uh, you know, full cooling system and everything. Um, so it should be uh it'll be nice to have a beer outside that's decent decent beer and be able to come in and watch the game um Are you doing it for every game pretty much um unfortunately, the people of Sheffield keep getting married so there's um, <laughs> <laughs> i think there's three weddings in between um us hiring the space um but we've pretty much i think there's a there's a couple that we've quite happily dodged um i think like South Korea against. Uh, another sort of minnow but, um, but pretty much we've got ma- we've got eighteen match days out of the World Cup, so we are um, you know we're committed to screening all the teams and some of the lesser games it's not all about England. you know usually um, it's about you know let's beat everybody, but hopefully the idea is that people can come and it's a friendly atmosphere and um, the, the idea came from being in Berlin, going to World Cup there. And they're sort of outdoor tea garden kind of tea garden kind of setups where they had really good German beer, um, no animosity, free to get in, good vibes. And um, I went with two friends, all German fans, about five hundred, uh, and me and two friends, and we were, it, we enjoyed it so much. Swapped shirts with the guy behind. He's actually coming from Munich. This is from you know eight years ago, and he's coming especially uh, wow. here. So I'm looking forward to having a few beers with him
1: that's amazing that's yeah, brilliant yeah, which, yeah. which game is he coming for
8: um, presumably Germany but hopefully we don't draw Germany because it was <laughs> when we lost something like 5-2 or something right. uh, and the town the city of Berlin was going crazy and it was sort of like okay yeah we've, you just thrashed us um, but yeah no, he's coming all the way from Munich I think for that so that'll be Titus as so that'll be cool Um, anyone
1: that kind of wants to find out any more where can they do it and and does it work whereby you just just come along you
8: can can just come along I think obviously the venue is pretty big uh, inside and outside we've got space but um, we are shouting about it uh, across every channel possible Um, so it is free to get in but if you do want to sort of guarantee get in and uh, get on the mailing list and you can go through tickets for good and there's tickets there, it's all free you don't have to pay um, but it just guarantees entry, in terms of seating it's first come first serve, we're actually trying to do uh, a certain area where it's all standing because we want to make sure that the atmosphere isn't like uh, a cinema which is in the <laughs> dark and everyone's sat down um, so yeah hoping it'll be a bit more vibrant than that
1: and uh, one last question Alan, this is the big one who's going to win
8: it? Tunisia <laughs> <laughs> No I don't know um, I, th- I think um, England was so bad last time um, and I had such high hopes for them um, with a the business half depending on it um, w- where now I just think it will be great if England can get through the group but I think I don't know I, you know what I might go for Belgium I think that's my pick, yeah.
1: Okay, I'm going Panama or Croatia. There you go. Because I got them in the work sweepstakes. Oh, right. So okay. <laughs> it's yeah. good yeah. of reason as Uh Al, thank you for your time. All right, cheers. Thanks very much. So thank you to Al. Good to hear about what's going on at Abigail Picture House. We are going to mention uh, a few of the places that we know that definitely sell good beer and are definitely showing the World Cup games. So, honourable mentions uh, Clubhouse, the New Barrack Tavern, uh, Common Room. Uh, the Riverside down at Kelham Island the Greystones apparently showing some of the World Cup games as well and we've just learnt that the Devonshire Cats are going to be showing some of the World Cup games as well Sean's also in, in we'll have them really on radio our Sean Sean's um, going to have them in the radio yeah. on on Radio X Do you in the evening the the afternoon
2: game pretty um, confident the uh, uh, WISE would have I obviously have, have it on down there
1: um, yeah. they're, they're the ones that have told us that they're definitely doing uh, right, it is final time, uh, Russ. Come on, mm. Russ. I mean, you're kind of—it's almost like super sub because you've been a little bit kind of like in the background, in the background yeah. until this moment. Um, now you've obviously heard what everyone said. There's a decent chance you'll be able to figure out which is which. How do you feel about it? So I'm we not know sure, there's yeah. one that's kind of a bit darker. There's one that's a bit hoppier. What,
5: well, I didn't—I didn't, I didn't your, remember that. But what's, thanks very much. What's, yeah.
1: what's, what's your initial thoughts in terms of what's more your style?
5: Uh, so for people who don't know my style is normally quite light and pale um, on the whole but it, it can change I'm not, I'm not adverse to anything else I always try them so it, it's, it's still fairly open right are you ready for being a war? I think so there it is right, I think I can remember which one that one was what are you get from that? that maltiness Lots of maltiness. Is that a good thing for a cask um, kind of guy? Yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world. It would be for some people. Are will allowed to remind me what the teams were in the final? Uh, you, well, yeah, um, so you've got Belgium and you've got oh, Australia. Oh, right, so th- is this the Belgian beer? I don't
2: know, is it? Well, fuck. What, what do, if
5: Australia are making a beer that tastes like this, I reckon the summer wrong
2: Oh, so what, what are you getting from it? You get dark light?
5: Yeah, very much dark. It's quite tasty, actually. I would drink that. Not too much of it, mind you. Um, yeah, just very dark. Food number two? What do you get from the nose on that one? Not too much. Sniffing the hell out of it. <laughs> quite pale. I mean, in terms of ABV, taking a sip of both. A dark one does taste stronger and it's sitting quite heavy. A little taste of the Australian of the Australian well, I'm guessing that's the Australian well, I, think, I think you've, um, you've yeah. you, you, you have I guess right you, in I terms of yeah.
2: number one is the um, is the Belgian beer and number two is the Australian beer right. so in terms of let's go back to the uh, desert island if you were to um, have
0: one
5: you only have one again I, I, in your I life. mean I think the worthy finalists
1: it's, you're saying that to the wrong people because the, 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 the three out. of me, Laura, and Adam and Sally agree. No, it's all a fix. He runs a flipping beer shop.
5: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can see why they've been put through to final. I mean, na- neither are the best beer I've ever tasted nor the worst. Yes,
0: well, come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Five
5: <laughs> seconds, or we're going to the fourth official. Sure. Here, right.
1: On, okay. Start okay. Start
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got so. <laughs> let's, let's, do this,
5: let's do this properly. On, I'm, I'm generally
1: course. stuck, actually. The like, winner. Yes. Of the inaugural <laughs> Sheffield Hotcast Beer World Cup is
5: that one. the Australian. Australia. It's Australia. Yeah, Ooh. if I had wow. to, if I got a gun to my head, Australia he took in a gun
2: head. to his head. Our better place. Gone it. Australia. Can
5: yeah. I
3: also Can just we... say how I think Ross is the winner of the evening for being I think the only person to put the blindfold on the right way
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's <laughs> put, no, he's the one to put it on the wrong way up. He had it that way up.
3: Yeah, no, that's for your
2: nose, isn't it? Yeah, it's just the
1: no, nose, mate. No, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, it that way, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Anyway. In Australia. Yeah. Australia's where you. Yeah. Come on, Sean. Yeah. Come on in. Come it's on in. Talk. Where's, where's your celebratory
2: speech? Well, I just want to know about the Australian. Both beers. Where's, years, you, where's your. You? Uh, oh, it's generally quite, quite hard, speech? actually. To talk us through two beers
0: and well, block in, oh, no, yeah? Video. Obviously, the runner up oh, first. Yeah. first. The runner up first. So the Belgian beer, tell us about this. Um, that looks quite a is, Was, was my Belgian. was my favourite of, uh, of these. So this is Brewery de Struz uh, from, uh, from Belgium. It's an absolute world-leading classic. Uh, it's a 2016 version of their imperial stout, Black Albert. Uh, and it's, it's just a, a phenomenal beer. It uh, does have that Belgian characteristic but it's, it's a big stout. Distinctively Belgian, yeah, but to thirteen,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I
1: taste the thirteen percent. I don't know. Think it, t- 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 13%. No, it tasted thirteen percent. It tasted boozy, but it yeah. but it wasn't. So the more important reveal then, the the beer that's actually won the Beer World Cup, which is probably the only thing that Australia are going to win this year, let's be fair. Despite They didn't the do fact, very well at Eurovision, they're not the going fact, to win the actual World Cup.
0: Yeah, despite the fact that both me and Deborah own a, a beer shop, I have two people to thank uh, for these two beers. Um, uh, that particular beer, Black Albert, uh, was bought uh, for me by a customer of ours, Mark Sewell. Um, he saw that I'd had one of those when we went to Bruges uh, last year. Um, October, because of course I posted it on social media, he spotted it on there, and he um, saw that Archer Road Beer Stop, Dave at Archer Road Beer Stop, had got some Black Albert in about well, uh, four or six weeks ago. So Mark uh, checked that uh, I might want another, of course I did, and so Mark Sewell should be thanked uh, for, for grabbing me that from Archer Road. The winner. Uh, is uh, a can, so the the Black Albert is a a bottle, of course. This is Kaiju beer, Kaiju brewery from Australia. Not a brewery I know a a great deal about. I'd never heard of them until uh, Mark Storrs, the guy who I know has the bar in in Melbourne, brought this across, handed it to me just over a week ago. And this is Aftermath Double IPA. Um, This scores 98 on rate beer uh, out of a hundred. And so uh, I was confident it was going to be a good double IPA. I've obviously not had it before. There was just one can. So I saved it for, uh, for our event. So you um, didn't, you've n- you you, never so. had it before. I've, I've never heard of that beer before. Mark handed it to me just over a week ago.
1: If you're honest then, which of your two tonight, which were you most confident
0: about? Uh, I was most confident about Black Albert. Yeah. Uh, that's a legendary beer, a Ray Beer 100 beer. And uh, it's a beer that I, I adore as well. I love, I love IPAs and double IPAs. This is more an old school double IPA. There was bitterness. Lucy mentioned a bit of maltiness when she was uh, tasting it in the semi-final, which was bang right, it's not a juice fest it's a proper old school double IPA. 9.1% uh, it does not taste Again. like 9.1%. I think, I think we've all said that tonight, haven't we? Mm. Tasting blind D- doesn't help you guess the strength particularly well. You can pick up other characteristics from the beer yeah. but the strength tends to be a, a, a more of an issue. We've all guessed a little bit wrong on that one. So of the two I thought Black Albert would win but uh, the uh, the fresh the fresh can from Australia it was canned on the 28th of April so that's very rare for very something fresh, to be yeah. so fresh into into the UK so uh, I I gave Mark a a, a verdant track and field in exchange for this perhaps <laughs> I I uh, I owe him another one next time I uh, I see him Do we all know what kaiju means It's a very um... Do you know what kaiju
5: means Yeah. It's, a kaiju it's, it's Japanese word for like big oversized monster Godzilla's a kaiju it's, no, right. it's yeah. quite
2: it's, it's it's very old school hence the, hence the, the characters on the front That's not fair.
3: an old school dipper
2: there I think it. that's not that dissimilar to um, I'm, I'm, um, kind of a human kind of human yeah cannonball. human that, that would be yeah, the closest it's very similar story. to that it's it, very it kind of feels like it, it takes you back to when I would drinking the human cannonball years and years ago and yeah. it feels like not had anything like in that kind of style
0: for a while yeah it's a it's um, a west
2: coast double IPA yeah. style i think it's when nice. it, it gets over kind of the eight percent i think you get to that kind of stuff when it starts to taste a bit kind of full-bodied i think you get into that sort of stage but it drinks really well for that strength and um
1: uh right so it's about time for us to wrap up for tonight normally we do our beer of the night are the ones that we've tasted, so instead what I thought we'd do is just each do we think the right beer won, and if not, which beer do we think should have won.
2: I think um, you know, going, th- going back through the other beers, me and um, Laura have just mixed um, a bit of Denmark the UK.
1: Uh... I've got to be honest, it wasn't as good as I think you oh, think it no, was. No. No, it's all right. it it's was good. just a bit. It was. Well, a, it I must was speak to. I must speak to. It's a bit shit, mate. I must speak <laughs> to. <Abbey. laughs> I speak to Aberdale, no, we'll, and we'll see. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, I'll kick us off then. Um, I actually think that it's probably a worthy winner for Australia. My favourite has got to be Denmark, which, which Denmark. you know, I, I'm big into um, sours. In terms of who I think will win the World Cup. Uh, I've got a feeling it might well be our runner-up tonight. Actually, I think Belgium might just do it.
2: I think um, on beer, I think probably Belgium now taking the mask off, giving all the senses back. Um, all pretty good beers, and even the Amigos that surprised me a little bit. In terms of football, I don't know. I think maybe probably it's going to be Germany again. I think. Uh,
3: I think the Australia. Beer was excellent. Um, I agree though, I think we had a really good selection. Um, the Black Albert I've not tried before and I thought was fantastic, uh, but I think I probably would go uh, Australia as a worthy winner. Um, in terms of football, I genuinely have no idea. England, Piketty, yeah. England,
5: <laughs> go with Panama. Uh, Nigeria, got I a nice kit. It. <laughs> France is not in it. France I was say <laughs> you <know>, really <laughs> no, i question this it. time um, obviously I thought the Australian one was probably the best one to win so we'll stick with that but is that just because out of the final or um, all the way around was
1: you still going with that one
5: yeah I think okay. so yeah I mean we had some I, I didn't it I, a very fair winner in, yeah, in I, all I, the dogs. the only one I thought was probably left field for myself was I didn't mind the 2L raspberry one for a sour I, I don't particularly like sours but I could have drunk that yeah. so for something different uh, in terms of football in proper football uh, I think Brazil this year I or maybe Argentina i just want Messi, Messi to win one
2: <laughs> why? because <laughs> he's really good
5: <laughs> he's not won one yet
2: Varnsley can't win it So well yeah we're, we're <laughs> not,
0: we've got plenty of ex-players in the England we side have, of yeah. course so our uh, I think uh, as have blades. (laughs) Worthy finalists. uh, The um, the aftermath double IPA from Kaiju uh, won a silver medal in the Craft Beer Awards 2017. I would think they'll be more happy to find out tomorrow. Mm that won a, a gold medal uh, from Sheffield <laughs> Sheffield Hawk. <Hotcast. laughs> They've won donkey. They've they, 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 they <laughs> Shippers they, over there. They, they all have all won it. They'll be very excited, the guys out there tomorrow I'm sure we'll, they will. Well shippers all over there we'll do a and exclusive, exclusive for stuff. the the real World Cup I will be shouting for Belgium as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Definitely Belgium. There we go. That's not necessarily based on intelligence, just a soft spot for the country as a whole and uh
1: and they're strong agree. beers, <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, um, hope you enjoyed it. A little bit different for what we would normally do on the uh, on the hopcast, but um, yeah, I've enjoyed that tonight. I think that's been really back to good. normal
0: next month. Lots year, of beers. Yeah.
1: Back to normal next month, and um, yeah, I mean, well, I think will the World Cup will be done by the time we do the next yeah, hopcast? Well, I don't think it will. Oh, still semifinals semi-finals It will still be. Play, still be yeah. So we'll well review, we'll review our predictions one month from now.